0: You're listening to One and a Half Aussies, presented by VSN Australia.
1: Hello everyone and welcome back to VSN Australia podcast. Uh, today we have our first guest on the new uh, One and a Half Australian uh, one and a half Aussies, I should say, podcast. Uh, with us today, obviously, my co-host, Boot. How are you going?
0: Yeah, going good, mate.
1: And uh, we also have our first guest, Advantage. How are you, mate?
2: I'm tired. You got me up at 7 a.m. in the morning for this shit. So, uh, But good. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Thanks it's for the having first,
0: me. It's the first line you said in the podcast, and you're calling it shit already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there
2: you
3: go.
0: <laughs> uh, glad to have you, man.
2: No, oh, I appreciate it.
0: Um, so,
1: do you want to give us a bit of a rundown on your history in the league? I know it's a bit of a long one, so uh, just let people know who you are if they don't know who you are.
2: Yeah, so I've been, I've technically been in the league since season tw- season eleven, technically, uh, but actively since probably season seventeen, I guess it would be. Uh, uh, GM'd for a, I don't know, a century. It seems like actual century. Um and uh yeah, I have a couple Hall of Fame players. But yeah, I don't know. I've been around I've been around the block for a while, so uh still kinda kicking around. I don't know what is about this league, but I can't really turn away from it for too long. So
0: Yeah. Have you been active the entire time or has there been stints where you've gone into Uh, inactivity?
2: Definitely like a little bit of inactivity here and there, but it's usually been like for like a season kind of thing. Not necessarily for I did have a stretch in the, in I would say the dark ages of the league, back when we couldn't recruit anything, and anybody. Um, so like basically right before the portal, uh, where I was, I was kind of like this league's gonna hit. Like I thought we were definitely gonna be dead, and it had got really bad, uh, uh, from toxicity standpoint in the poor governor. So I was like, no, this is like if if you guys, I don't think you were around, but you've heard of Ubbabi, you know the whole reputation. Uh, this was like peak that, and I just was not about that. So I, I kind of shied away from being in for about four seasons maybe, but that's the most I ever went without it.
1: Wow. Um, and you've uh, GM'd a fair few teams. What teams have you been the manager of?
2: Uh, New York for the first 16 seasons. Uh, um, I went to GM Stockholm and then Cologne. And then uh, got to run Melma. I was actually the first GM for Melma, so got to make that was kind of a fun experience. Actually, got to make my own team, and uh, it you know it's funny. I've been, I've been in football sim leagues before, where you know you're starting out, the whole whole site's brand new. You you make your team and all that, but this was kind of cool being able to make a a franchise in a league that you know, has sixty plus seasons of uh, I think it was like sixty five seasons at the time of history already on its side, so. It was kind of a new challenge, and uh, I mean, I think I did all right, but uh, couldn't win that cup. That was the only thing for me, but uh, it was still a really fun experience.
1: Yeah, no, I was going to ask how the um, whole expansion thing was, and was it different jumping in, having to do an expansion draft and then the real draft and start kind of building a plan from nothing rather than having to take over and try and figure it out as you went along?
2: It was weird. Uh, Part of it is really challenging because you're taking these people from teams that they were drafted to like within usually the last season or two. And I have to now convince them, hey, come join a team that literally has zero players on them. And that is not the funnest experience because there were a lot of people who were like, why would I want to be on that team? Uh, but honestly, I kind of used... I I just kind of went over and above and made sure every single possible person wanted to be there. And I took the people that did want to be there. And we had a really fun locker room. That was one thing pretty much from the get-go. I think anyone that was on the team uh, would speak pretty highly of that locker room. It was, you know, a bunch of guys who all they wanted to do was play on the expansion team. It was pretty fun, honestly. But uh, it was definitely a lot more work, though, than my previous jobs. Uh, I probably put more time into it when I was in New York. But I think that's just because it was my first GM job. Um, and we were kind of working on a dynasty there, but other than that, it was about as much work as anything I'd done in the league for sure.
0: Yeah, right. Oh, and, um, fuck, what was I going to say? Uh, speaking of all the GM you're doing and stuff like that too, you for the longest time, you were the most winningest GM in the league and, um, just, just passed you there. (laughs) So, um, what do you, what do you feel about that?
2: Ah, uh, you know what? Uh, as much as I joke around a lot, and it's no joke. I do want to return to g because I, I don't like being second to anybody. So, um, but you know what? He he deserves it. He's had a heck of a run in Seattle. So, uh, at the end of the day, uh, if I'm gonna be passed by anyone, I'm glad it wasn't Bushido. So, <laughs> <laughs> he came pretty close in his inactivity. Um, <laughs> I would have probably disputed that one because he he probably didn't actually GM the team for all of his wins. But I mean, Bandits deserve. Bandits had a good run, obviously, in Seattle. And he's got more cups than I do as a GM. So I'll take my more GM of the years, so, though, over him. So
0: there you go. Uh, speaking of Bushido, he was he was actually the GM of uh, Calgary when I got drafted there. And I don't think I spoke a single word to him. So <laughs> uh, yeah, Jubas took over that same season. But yeah, I, I don't yeah. know how the league allows that. I think, I think what happened with? was. Um,
1: Bushido didn't like Australians, and he just thought you were Canadian, Uh, and then got really confused, and yeah, that's
0: why he left. Yeah, he's like, fuck, I drafted an Australian, and then fucking quit right away. Yeah, he did
2: have, uh, apparently he did have some medical reasons, like family and that kind of thing, Um, and he's an older guy, so I I, I wondered, you know, because he had these, he said, you know, he'd be off for a little bit, because he had all these reasons, and then he, he literally never came back, so. Yeah. Oh, I've enough. known Bash. I've known Bash for about thirteen, fourteen years. So, um, you know, he's he's an all right guy. As much as he gets kind of bad rep, he's he tells people what he thinks. But he's he's got a pretty long history with uh, health issues too. So, uh, I try not to knock him too much because I never know what could happen. But he did finish at nine hundred and seventy three wins. I was pretty happy we had gotten rid of him for that last one because I did not want him to be the first one to pass me. So. Uh, Banna was cool with it. Banna earned it. Banna put the effort in. So, um, Bash, I mean, I think he, he'll he put an effort in for four or five seasons and then kind of not be there for three. And I think that's the only thing for me that was kind of like, eh, I'd rather it not be him that passed me.
1: <laughs> so, um, before I got the VSN podcaster job, um, that was a job that you did. Uh, how... How was being a podcaster, and especially as soon as I said I was going to do podcasts, everyone told me about your podcast and I should listen to it. Um, I went back to try and find some and couldn't find them. I even asked a couple of people, but all the links were dead or something. So how was how did you get into the podcasting in the VHL, and what did you enjoy about it?
2: I've been podcasting for probably a decade or so. Uh, I did a lot of it solo to start, and then on the VHL, I had my own solo podcast, and uh, a couple of people, one of them being uh, a member named Jericho, uh, who, if you guys don't know, uh, his player Daniel Braxton's in the Hall of Fame, uh, and he was, he was a pretty big part, I'd say, of the 20s, 30s, and even a little bit of the 40s in the VHL. And then DeVise, who you guys will obviously know, um, he was doing his own thing. And then those two kind of were starting to do some things. I think I special guested on one of theirs. And we had kind of became friends outside of the league. I had not actually known them. and I actually used to badmouth DeVise all the time. He was my VHLM GM. He was not very good at all. He was a great VHL GM. He was awful at VHLM GMing. Uh, To the point where once I took over Kalari, who was a VHLM team? I absolutely ripped him off in multiple trades, uh, and enjoyed doing it. Uh, but we eventually all became kind of tight, and we ended up doing the podcast, and we did over hundred editions. And I mean, these were an hour-long podcasts, so they weren't they weren't short either. So it actually it took a quite a bit of time. I think for the one hundredth one, I want to say it was the one hundredth, maybe it was the two hundredth, but we actually did a in-person one. Um, so we all met for the first time and actually did the podcast live. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, I actually, speaking of the VSN, I don't know if I actually did one. <laughs> I think I signed up for it, but that was right around my health issues that happened. And didn't, I don't even know if I actually ended up doing a podcast. For the BSN, I to be honest
1: think with you it. did one for the finals. I remember listening to it. Okay, and It was like a wrap up of one. I can't even remember what season it would be. Um, yeah, I don't even know.
0: Uh, and, and you're, you're starting to do them again as well, right? You posted one last week.
1: Yeah, I'm actually,
2: uh, i w I'm kind of doing a bi-weekly thing. So I'm doing podcasts bi-weekly and then the other ones are doing the board of governor updates. So, um, yeah, I mean, now that I have a computer again too makes it kind of a lot easier. I was literally doing them on my phone before, so not the best way to do them. So
1: yeah. And listening to the podcast, it really, uh, you put in a lot of time and effort it seemed compared to what i do where i just rock up each week and i just talk shit for an hour
0: yeah, i mean i, I do, don't really put i, do all the I work.
1: don't really
2: put i don't really put that much effort into it honestly it's uh it's going to sound bad i might i have a couple notes on like a
1: notepad i was going to say you said you had notes halfway through it and i'm like oh he's he's beat me there yeah it,
2: Well, it literally my <laughs> notes were like for the particular one i just did were literally just listing the trades and the people that gave those picks
1: so I did like the part where you got um Doctor Funk's player mixed up with the goalie, and then mixed oh, up yeah, with what team he was on as well. Uh, that was that was pretty funny. The worst
2: part is I noticed it after like already like editing it and everything. I was like, uh, well that's a shame. I'm not gonna go and edit it again. So I'll just put a disclaimer.
1: Yeah, no, that was that was fun. <laughs> there are too
2: many young players in the league, man. I don't know. There's when you're not as like nowadays in the discord world i find i can't even keep track of everyone's players at this point and there's so many more too but like back in the day i could tell you every person's player by like i could tell everyone's players names uh, username just by like seeing the player name. and nowadays i can't do that at all so Uh,
0: and it's hard too because everyone in discord they don't even use their form name as their discord name so i don't I will be talking to someone on Discord and then find out that it's this person on the forum and I'm like, oh fuck, I've been talking to you for months and I don't even know who you are.
1: Yep. That's, yeah, that's not absolutely. even bad. Gustav will send me messages and say, uh, oh, I think we should keep this player on the team. And he just puts the like the last name of the player name and I have no
0: clue who it is. And I have yeah, to go a... and like research <laughs> it to see who he's talking about. That's a you problem though, you just don't pay attention. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was gonna say you didn't you didn't know that I was even coming on the team, did you?
0: For no, a part, and for then, our
2: interaction. yeah,
0: I went back and looked
1: and, yeah, Gustav <laughs> had sent a message saying this is our plans for the offseason, and you were the first step, and I didn't even take notice.
0: Yeah, his first, his first comment back was probably, who the fuck is that?
1: No, what happened was Gustav um, put a message in Davos saying, oh, we're not going to get this free agent that we talked about, and I'm like, you didn't talk to me about it. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, fair enough. Oh, uh, sorry.
2: Right. Yeah, sounds like Gustav. That's pretty much how I treated him when he was in Malmo. So that's.
1: I'm fair. There just for like discord questions that come when he's asleep. That's it. That's my one role. <laughs> uh, yeah, ain't really- gonna be
3: me. That's for sure.
1: I thought he
2: was European, though. Was he not? Gustav. Yeah.
1: No, he lives in Buffalo.
2: Really? Yeah, <laughs> it's <That's> crazy. Okay. <laughs> I think it's the name. I just assumed, dude. It's sad that that's how, that's how I thought. I literally okay. I thought he was like Swedish.
1: After this, I'm going to send you a podcast of the one that I did with him and he will not oh, sound like what if, you expect.
2: I don't know if I want to hear his voice. I think it might ruin him for me.
1: Okay, I'll give I'll give you a bit of a backstory. It's like when so, I heard
2: Victor for the first time. It was bad.
1: <laughs> so I, I was doing these podcasts and to get people from America, I had a headstorm like at this time at night or five o'clock in the morning for me. And I just set up like this calendar appointment thing and people would book in. Esso booked in at 11 o'clock at night and Gustav booked in at 5am the next morning. I jumped on the call with Esso and I'm like, hey, let's be quick. Cause I gotta get up early. He's like, how about I just do this, do the one tomorrow with Gustav as well. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Next morning, or for me, it's morning for them. It's middle of the day or whatever. I jump on the call and we're talking and Gustav's like, oh no, let me go get into the spot where I'm going to record. It's nice and quiet. He walks into a tunnel, an empty concrete tunnel, and starts talking and was surprised that it wasn't the best spot to record a podcast. <laughs>
2: oh my God. <laughs> oh boy.
1: It was, um, it was interesting. <laughs>
2: No, he's yeah. a good dude. He's—I uh, never would have guessed it. I know when he told told me how young he was here today. I was like, "That no, there's no way you're you you gotta be capping there. There's no way that's true." It's, he's way more mature than I was at his age. That's yeah, hundred oh,
1: yeah. percent. Same yeah. here. He I thought he was like twenty
0: years, years old to me. Oh, he's, he's more like, mature yeah. than Boot yeah. even now. Oh yeah, easy. <laughs> yeah, that that's not hard to beat though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, getting back to the interview, there advantage. Um, I know you were talking earlier about uh, it getting pretty heated in the B.O.G. sometimes with Bubabi, and uh, which made you leave the league. It, is is it still get heated like that with some stuff? Or,
2: um, no, I don't really think it gets like that. Like to put it in a perspective, before it was a bit of a mix of Bubabi and Kendrick, and uh, it was a very much a Got It got very personal. Um, like, there were a lot of personal shots being taken. I don't really think it gets heated like that nowadays. At the most, you see is like, a disagreement about an opinion on the awards or... You know, I mean, I'm a little guilty sometimes. Of, I, because of my role in the Board of Governors, I try to take as much of a leadership spot as I can. So, sometimes I'm the one who kind of shit-talks the blue team for the Board of Governors. I... <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not uncommon for me to do that. I'm sure I get under their skin a little bit. Um, I think other than Beckathop, at knows I just do it because uh, a lot of people agree or whatever it may be. Uh, but no, not, not really. Not like it used to be. Not at all.
0: So so what you're saying is Boo Bobby actually wasn't the issue. It was you all along?
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm the cancer that's leaking. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, you know, Boo Bobby was a great member. Uh, th- there's th- there's a reason we still consider putting him in the Hoff as a builder. is He did so much for the league, but the problem for him is he didn't know when to keep his mouth shut sometimes, and he didn't know how to take the high road. And unfortunately, he did it in ways... After a while, he went from being just kind of like a kid to kind of being annoying, and eventually it got very destructive. And he did some things that I think some people just will never forgive and that's unfortunately the way it goes but you know it part of the issue too if he doesn't want to come back to the league it's fine but i actually think the only thing i could get him in at this point would be him coming back to the league and being a good member and that's how people kind of forgive and forget um, but him just kind of not wanting to make a player you know that's fine it's up to him but i think that he if he wants to get in like Gorlab lab and a few others always try to get him in it's it's not going to happen unless he actually I think comes back that's my guess but
0: yeah, I feel like it's hard to be active in the league if you don't have a player, right? Like, what are you, what are you doing in the league if you don't have a player? Just trolls Discord, basically. Yeah, yeah. I've I, I seen him, when I first signed up, he was more active, but I haven't seen him post in Discord in a long time, so.
2: I see him, like, occasionally pop out. I am I'm not the activist person in Discord. I kind of will just look at general chat and be like, oh, there's a lot of messages. No thanks. And then just pop right out.
3: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, same with me. I just have a look at it, realize I don't know what's going on, and I'm like, I'll come back later. It's
2: too much sometimes. I I I respect that the league's gone very Discord heavy. I'm not among the people who in the B.O.G. slash blue team that have an issue with less form. I mean I do, like in theory I would love more form discussion, obviously, but uh, you know, it's just not the way the league's going at this point, and I think people need to just understand that and just adapt. It's the way it is. I've gone so over the idea of locker rooms and I just have embraced as much as I can the the discord ones. It's just the way it is at this point.
0: Yeah. Oh, and you said the league was almost dying beforehand, right? So I, I kind of feel like discord has really made the league grow and made it so easy to communicate with people that that's probably the reason why it's the biggest it's ever been from what I understand.
2: Discord definitely helps. Uh, we did have the chat. I don't know if either of you were around when we had chat on the site. Yeah. Um, that was pretty popular for a while when we didn't really use Discord very much. Um, I honestly, I, I, as much as well, I know, a lot of people credit Discord for bringing the league to activity. For me, it's the portal. It's like that, that's what really did it. I think for a lot of people, including myself, that's the reason I came back actually in the first place. So I was like, "Wow, the league's... First off, a lot of recruiting going on, a lot of really good draft classes. But then the portal. I thought I had heard about the idea because it was actually originally Devise's idea. Um, and he had brought it up like a while we were really struggling and then they ended up a lot of people are kind of iffy on it and then they actually made it work in, in a way that obviously has
0: benefited the league pretty greatly. Yeah, I can agree with that. The portal's a, a big reason why I even made a player on the league too. So yeah, the Discord the and Portal, the two of them have yeah, just made the league grow exponentially I would say.
2: I mean, I just look at like the last draft class. We had like what was it five rounds of actives or at least semi-actives
1: way too many yeah, like there, was,
2: there was never a time back in the day where i would like even the best drafts which is like season 18 is a really famous one for those who've been around where i think there was like eight hall famers and some of the people drafted in the third round uh, became like all-star players and like that was a crazy good draft that draft still only had maybe Two rounds of actives at the end of the day um
0: yeah and and this draft were five rounds with 16 teams so i mean just
2: yeah exactly it's crazy it's, it's an outrageous amount and i that's one thing i found when i was uh doing the expansion draft from elma i was like i got like there's no, i almost i don't even think i had a team where I, I got one team i think it was helsinki where i did not get an active player out of them but everyone else i was able to they were able to protect who they wanted, and I still was able to pick from actives. So it, it was a uh, pretty nice experience, honestly, to be expansion team. And I think a lot of the other expansion teams have come since have kind of realized the league is set up in a way right now to really cater to those teams. So, Especially with how parity-filled it is, and we're already seeing it this year, I think there's going to be quite a playoff race going on with a, a bunch of those teams, actually.
1: Yeah, like I can remember my draft season 67. Everyone was saying that that was such a big draft. And, look, we had about two rounds of active players. It went to the sixth round, but there was no one really big drafted past, say, the second. Um, And, yeah, and then this one to have five. Like, it's just such a draft difference.
2: Yeah, I mean, there were some players drafted later in that draft, if I remember correctly who. They made okay players, but they
1: weren't. I'm yeah, pretty like sure it was Virgil Legrive Round four.
2: Yeah. Didn't Virgil LeGriv end up being a starting goalie at one point? He was sixth round, wasn't he? In that draft? I remember because I was going to take him, but I suggested Davos take him. Yeah. Because I didn't want to. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I agree. It's even that draft year. You know, granted, I think that draft going into it, I think we thought there'd be at least three rounds worth um, of actives. And. Not that doesn't always end up being the case. I remember that draft though being very top-heavy though If I'm not saying like the first two rounds were really good. I think this this draft Seattle got like 12 players, right? All from Mississauga Um, Yeah, pretty um, much including you. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm pretty sure in the third round I got I'll see if I can remember I had like three picks. It was like Q-Chan, Madalix, and Wilcox Yeah, I want to say Yeah, and then I think at the fifth round, I got, like, Adok and Lindbergh, and, yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting draft. I know, I remember 66 being a little more hyped up, I think. I think 66 was the draft where, like, I actually think there were good players drafted in, like, the sixth round and that kind of thing, if I'm not mistaken. Pretty sure it's the draft I got Morpheus, and I'm pretty sure he was, like, sixth or seventh round or something like that. Um...
3: Yeah, but, the, but the top 67. heavy of
2: sixty, yeah, the top heavy of sixty-seven though was better than sixty-six. Like, there's two rounds worth of really, really good players. Sixty-six didn't really have two rounds of really good players, but it had like probably three to four rounds of actual actives. So,
0: yeah, I, I don't know anything about those drafts because I didn't create those season seasons. Yeah, I was gonna say you're uh, seven, you're seventy-two, so. right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'd actually look up your player ahead of time, because I was like, I don't remember I, who his player
1: is. I don't know who the it's fuck Mitchell, he is. Mitchell, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, you dropped a overall. Yeah, I'm wow. on. Person.
0: Yeah, fucking right.
1: And then to like be such a letdown?
0: That must be hard. Oh, okay. That's true. I'll end, with more, <laughs> I'll end with more points in Sundquist.
2: Sorry, right, at least you weren't first overall letdown, because I've, I've been mm-hmm. those before. Mm.
0: No, there was no first overall with Dwayne uh, McWolf earns. I think he's like 150 TP ahead of me by now.
1: Yeah, you're up against McWolf and Sonnet.
0: Yeah, I think I passed Sonnet actually.
1: Yeah, because Sonnet's now gone inactive. I just meant in the draft yeah. class, like that's.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you were AGM. You probably you probably forgot that uh, that was drafted both of them. No, I remember that.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I was AGM then.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. I think I, I took over you... that season. Yeah, I think you you were still GM of the Hounds at that point. Yeah yeah um i i know i don't have any more questions for advantage there i don't know about yourself Barack. no i think
1: that we hit most of the ones that i thought of
0: well should we jump we'll jump right into the first segment then
1: sure
2: around the vhl
0: yeah so we're gonna do uh around the vhl here i know there's not as much going on with um the draft happening last week and all the free agent and trades and stuff so um, a few things to talk about, and the season obviously starts this week, so we can get into that.
1: Yeah. Um. What does everyone expect to happen this season? Who like predictions? Obviously, a big thing in the off season. Who do we think is gonna end up winning, winning the cup this season? And why is it Warsaw?
2: <laughs> why is it Warsaw? Yeah.
0: Oh, I was, I guess uh... third overall, Mitchell's on the team, so <laughs> easy win. Uh, uh, I find I think,
2: this year is kind of a weird year. Honestly, there's a lot of parity. Um, even the teams have improved a lot in the offseason. season. I'm not convinced that they're even playoff teams, which is kind yeah. of the weird thing of it all.
1: I don't think there's any real standout teams. Like usually, we go in and it's like, oh, well, these are the two teams that are going to be at it
0: at the end. I think the the NA is pretty weak, actually you got uh, you got Calgary and Seattle are still competing, and then DC will probably be in that three-headed race, but after that, uh, the rest of the teams are still like I know Vancouver won the cup, but they lost their best defenseman and best forward. so I don't know what to expect from them. Yeah, I don't know if
1: Vancouver could be decent by the end of the season, and they've got a lot of, you know, middle of the road players, I guess you could say what like TPA- wise. So if they're all active during the season. You could have a decent team by the end of it because they've got a fair bit of depth.
0: Yeah, yeah they're sure. pretty young too. Yeah, I, th- I think they're still a playoff team, no doubt. Uh, but yeah, they just don't have that that star forward and star defenseman that they had last season that that carried them all the way.
2: I think the weird thing too, you got you got teams like Toronto who on paper shouldn't be a playoff team, but they have a 900 plus DP goaltender, and it's like that can get you into a playoff run. Yeah. yeah. Pretty quickly. And I mean, I look at a team like Chicago, they're kind of a weird one. Because uh, for me, you know, their goalie's super young. I mean, come playoff time, he'll be over 600 for sure. Again, they have a pretty young, young overall team. Like, you got Matty Sox and you got um, the new defenseman, Gorlabs L, I guess is his name. Um, and you got a couple like Christian Mingles, a super young. I can't believe I'm saying these names this is the most ridiculous shit ever. Uh <laughs> did you ever, like say some these you're just like why am I saying this oh, yeah. at all? Why am I not yeah. just saying Quicks Player? Uh but you know you got guys like Jeff Downey and you know they're they're four groups really young so like come playoff time like they might be able to push themselves to a playoff race and a lot of these teams that are younger might actually be more of a threat come playoff time. Um so it's kind of a weird year. I know the year for me, Euro is weird cuz I keep getting asked like hey do you think like Davos is gonna make the playoffs. I'm like, I don't even know. Like, other than Riga, is anyone really that bad? And is Riga even that?
0: Bad? Yeah, I like, think the, they're not that bad. The parity in the EU is just ridiculous. Like, every team went out and bought basically, except for Riga, who sold off. But yeah, like you said, they still have uh, like a full roster of decent players. They're not going to be like an easy win by no means. Um, yeah, that I I couldn't pick four teams or. Five teams out of the EU that that uh, that make the playoffs.
1: I think next season though Riga's gonna be like their rebuild is gonna be short as. Oh yeah.
2: They got way too many picks not to. Like they already have two season seventy fives on the team. They have what, like fifteen prospects that are season seventy five and then are almost all around two hundred T P or higher. Yeah they will be uh, a very quick ascending back up the, uh, the playoff race, I would say probably a couple seasons worth. the like next year, I think they can be a playoff team, but they'll probably be not very good still. But the year after is
1: where they'll be, they'll be a threat. But and yeah, I like think I you got a lot of young and hungry first gens. I feel like sometimes you, you see people draft the, the recreates cause they're safer bets, but they're the people who, you know, might drop back and do welfare every now and then, but some of these guys, like Tea Cookie and Red Sauce, I've seen like as soon as the Hall of Fame was posted, they were asking who, if they can write the article. And, like that sort of hunger—if they can continue, they're gonna have huge TPE numbers by the end of the season.
2: Oh my God, they have a lot of forwards.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I seen—I seen one of the new or like <laughs> new gens season seventy-five. He's written like three HOF articles already. It, it's fucking ridiculous.
1: And I've been here for like a year and I'm still way too scared to even put my
0: hand up. So oh, I, uh, I haven't written a single media spot, so there's no chance I'll be doing. <laughs> that. <much. laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, I used to do half articles all the time. They're not, they're pretty demanding. You have to put some time into it. It's just kind of crazy. I have a new gen. Always makes me wonder when new gens want to do it. I'm like, are you actually a new gen?
3: Are you a new <laughs> gen
2: or are you just someone pretending to be a new gen? Who the fuck wants to write an article all like right. that if you're brand new to a league?
1: Especially good for you, like but, you like, don't even know. Like I understand, like if Red yeah. Funk gets to Hall of Fame, I might be like, oh, I, you know, I spent my whole season pretty much playing. Like I have some sort of, I don't know, skin in the game where writing it would be a bit easier. But writing on someone that I've never played with or even seen, then you don't the you
0: don't you don't know the league history or nothing. Like what what kind of stats that players get Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty insane to me that they come in and want to create those articles. But good on them. I mean, someone's got to do them and. If they're uh, if they're whores for that TPE, then get to it.
2: So here's my thing: we're talking about a European Conference and how crazy it is. Am I the only one that thinks London may not make the playoffs despite the moves they made? Because I'm yeah. not super convinced with Malone net
1: that they're a lock. Like yeah, I not... think that's their biggest downfall. Obviously, is having Malone, and then also not really having a top line in the forward.
2: They got one player. Yeah. And then the rest are like four to 500 TP. They got some good depth, but
1: like Hijos and Killinger is decent top line. Their defense the is good. defense. Yeah.
0: I'd but... say their defense is one of the better ones in the league. Um, but yeah, they're, they're forwards. They got Magnum up front, and then he'll have to basically carry the show. And hopefully everyone, all the depth, can just support him. But yeah, goaltending is a big question for sure.
2: Spoiler take Magnum for your fantasy leagues. I already did.
0: I know I tried to. I was hey, gonna play.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Because they are gonna tear the cover off the league. They are one of the things that's very typical is if you're the star player on a team full of like decent to good players, you are probably gonna rip the league apart. And yeah, especially in a fantasy league and with the physicality he has, yeah. <laughs> they will be uh, they will be formidable offensively, but yeah, my only concern is I think in net, they're, they're really weak. Obviously, they won't be long-term, but uh, for now, they they still kind of are. So, I, I don't know. I'm not as super convinced by those moves. I think I said it in my own podcast. I was like, that's really risky because, like, I mean, in one way, I also feel like Toronto could have gotten way more out of that trade, but
1: um, I don't know. Yeah, we, yeah, we said re- He's defended the trade pretty hard when we talked yeah, about it. Yeah,
0: because yeah, I should – I shat talked Toronto for that trade as well. I think that if he would have sold them separately, he would have got a lot more for them. But yeah, he uh, he was he was a little upset about those comments.
2: <laughs> well, I just look at like some of the other trades in the league that happened in the off season. I just can't help but feel like they got kind of the short end of the stick on that. I mean, you gave up those two players and a first. Yeah, and well, you got I'm you really traded taking... first one year. You basically got two firsts for those two players.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. I was really taking that that. Season seventy-seven first swap out because who knows what's going to happen then. Yeah, it could be. I don't, I don't, don't,
0: don't want <laughs> to like. talk about too much about it because we already ripped a piece apart so much, and it sounds <laughs> it sounds like you did as well in your podcast. So
2: I, I know I actually I took a very even like I actually thought I'd, I'm not so convinced by McWalsh's movie either though. I, I I understand why he did it, but I also kind of feel like. It's not like that made his team a guarantee playoff team and when you're trading potential lotto picks in drafts like next year which don't look as great like depth wise it's more top heavy you run the risk of really trading a a pretty good prospect now you obviously have to make moves to to, to get players like that and give up good assets but I'm not as convinced that trade made him you know super high-end as a team, like, compared to some of the other European conference teams. Yes, their defense is great, but the Sim has always generally favored teams with good forwards and goaltending.
1: Especially forwards. That's been a big one. Looking at it, I can see it's a good trade for both teams, but it's not great for either. Like, for Peace, if you just take Killinger for the first, like, the season, the previous, like, the last drafts, the second overall, where he got um, Dr. Funk's player... Like, that trade, you're moving to a younger player who's probably going to stay active. And if you're looking to move into the future, that's probably a good move for you. Where I don't see why London wouldn't have kept that, so that way you've got a good person moving up with Malone as he grows.
2: I mean, I guess they want to do what we all strive to do as a GM, which is compete and also still have good future. Yeah. Um, Hence why they got the other first. Which, uh, the, my issue with that trade from a Toronto perspective is I actually think that first going to London might actually end up being really good because I don't think they're going to be an elite team in two seasons. Um, so, that's my thing. I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but at, what's at best someone like Dr. Funk's player going to be like 450, 500 TP in a couple seasons? Like, I'm not super convinced that that pick for, that's going to London is not going to be like a top, like, lotto pick.
3: And so that's my concern,
2: did you give up those two players and a lotto pick to get a lotto pick and two probably not lotto picks? It's kind of a weird one to me. Yeah. But like I said, I'm not super sold on it from London, because I actually don't, I think they need to make more moves to make that trade worth it, and I mean, maybe their move is just let some of their young guys develop, and hopefully they end up there, but I don't know, we'll see. I that. think
1: this is the one season that they can get away with having a 400 TPA goal, goalkeeper. Because you look at everyone else, and no one has really a attendee that's above 600. Everyone in the EU is sitting around that 500 TPA mark that this might be the one season where it could actually work. Obviously, Moscow has Bernard at 910. But like, that's it. it might be the one season that they can still make playoffs with a below-average goalie.
2: Moscow's the team, by the way, that I think runs Europe this year.
1: I, I think so. I think that they've they've hit the peak at the right time, where everyone else is in a lull.
2: Great goalie. They got a great goalie coming up too in replacement with Victor's goalie. They've Victor's timed that up very nicely. They got Davis now on the team with Latang, and I mean they got a couple other decent depth defensemen. And you got Latin, who you know obviously he could literally win MVP again. Um and a couple good solid pieces around them, it, it, that team's going to be a, a threat, and especially if they make do with that the deadline changes and everything, I think they could be a, a bit of a threat for sure.
1: Yeah, so um, moving on to the deadline changes, that was another thing I was going to bring up. What does everyone think about the for almost forced uh, trades at The tr- like they're trying to make trades happen at the deadline? Do you think that the 10% drop in cap will help at all
0: Was that one of the changes? I never even seen it,
1: <laughs> yeah, so what they did is on so usually it was when you made a trade getting towards deadline, you have to keep sixty percent of the cap. yeah, now they changed it now, so you're going have to keep fifty percent.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, because I mean, trade deadlines have been pretty dead. I think there was no trades last year.
2: So, like, I, as someone who was literally part of the discussions for it, Brock, are you, Brock, are you in the BOG? I can't yeah. remember. Okay. Um, so, like, as somebody who, who was kind of involved in the discussions, so, like, there were a lot of really crazy, I feel like I can kind of give out this information since I literally do that as part of my other um, article. And no one listens um,
1: to the podcast anyway, so it's all good.
2: Yeah, that's true. You know, good point. Uh, especially <laughs> when they find out I'm on it. Uh. <laughs> Honestly, so like we, we were talking about how to create some hype because I think it was Beavis that came up with the idea like, hey, like we could do the cap reduction, which it literally was his idea to do the 10% holding the cap. We talked about using the VSN main account to post like trade rumors, add like a Twitter feed to the homepage, and kind of just do like our own little like people can just create fake accounts and make up rumors. And I, I mean, there was a lot of discussion about like what can we do because this has been an issue for a while. But the problem with this my issue with the whole idea of let's make the deadline really awesome. Look at us right now. What time is it for you guys?
1: Uh, quarter to 11.
2: Cool. It's 7 a.m. for me. So it's almost 8 a.m. Like, it's quarter to 11 p.m. for you, right? Yeah, correct. So this is the problem. Everyone lives in different time zones. It's not like the NHL where we can all be on the phones at the same time. And You might be looking at a couple hours difference in time zones, but you're not looking at anything where, like, I'm asleep
1: and you're awake. In general. And also, it's... Not only that, but the GMs in the NHL, that's their job. That's what they do. 100%. Everyone yeah. has different jobs. Everyone works different hours. I know a couple of times in the VHLM when I was GMing, I'd get a message, I'd wake up, I'd answer it. They're like, oh, I don't worry. the deadline's passed now. Yeah.
2: So that's kind of where we came up with, let's not try to force trades. But let's give a little bit of an incentive if you want to wait for that day. So it's going to allow people to, let's say you previously wouldn't even be able to make a trade, but now you can, but you have to wait for that day to actually do it. You'll make it, you know, part of your day to actually get that trade made. That's, that's basically the whole idea was never, it's a lot of people, I think, got the idea of like, we're trying to force trades. I'm not completely sold on it. I never was, but. I also don't think an extra ten percent holding of caps really going to cause issues either for the league. It's going to be either still not many trades. You might get like an extra one or two uh, uh, a deadline, which to me there's no issue with that uh, or nothing happens, and it's still not not really affecting the league in a negative way.
1: yeah, I think the problem is is most teams know going into the season if they're competing if they're not competing. and not much is going to change that. Also, the teams that are going to make the buys at trade deadline time, you know, the teams that want to try and compete, I don't think they have enough cap to be able to make those moves without having to sell other things. And then I don't know, it's just, I don't know how many more trades we'll see. I think we'll see a couple where people just hold off on trades until the deadline to save that extra 10%, which, you know, might make deals, a few more deals work, but I don't think we'll see many more deals.
2: I feel like, too. Like, I I don't think I've ever been one to really make many trades midseason. I've always been obsessed to a degree with getting my team figured out beforehand because it's really difficult to make trades in the middle of the season. Like, you want to usually figure your stuff out in the off season, And once I have it set, I don't really make many changes unless there's a really good reason to.
0: Um, it fucks up chemistry as well, right? So, like, if you bring in a new player, I don't know too much about the sim, but I would assume it takes so long to get lines that work and everything and then if you add this new player to the mix then it, it's just a short time before playoffs before you have to find out which lines work again.
3: I
2: don't really know how much chemistry is affecting the sim. I know morale is. Um, I don't know if morale gets adjusted by trades. Um, that being said though, finding good line combinations, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what the regular season's for usually is testing stuff. So if you've been testing stuff with a specific roster and now you're going to make changes well it kind of throws out all the whole point of testing your stuff in the first place so um i know for me i I was always pretty like i i made sure i got everything done the only exception you might get that one person if you have a i usually like to leave a little bit of cap room because that gives you that ability if someone decides to randomly sell off a player uh maybe they're not having the season they expected as a team they decide they want to start the rebuild early then you can always do that and you can always get in on that. And that's where I guess this will give teams a little bit more flexibility with that.
0: Yeah, Yeah,
1: I can see it has some... uh, I can see that it'll probably have some effect. I haven't been a VHL GM. Um, During my time in the VHLM, I found trade deadline helpful for one reason, and that's if you draft a player and want... By the trade deadline, you know if they're going to stay down or if they're going to go up next season. So if you're trying to compete next season and the player says they're going to go up, then you might try to sell them to get something better. If they're going to stay down, you might not sell them. That sort of thing. So, But it only affects the VHL, so I don't know. I don't think we'll see too much difference.
2: No, I don't either. I think you might see, like, like I said, one or two, maybe here and there. But, I mean, it, yeah, I just... It, it's very minor to me, and that's why I, I didn't really put up much of a fight to it, because for me it was... You know, if people want to do this, it's it's not going to hurt the league by any means. Um, the worst thing that can happen is it doesn't get used, in which case, whatever.
0: And then, and if it doesn't get used, what about just keep lowering the percentage, go down to like 70% retained?
2: I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to see that. I don't know if I want to go too nuts where we are really forcing trades on deadline. Because then, I mean, ultimately what's going to happen is we're just not going to see as many deals in the offseason. And um. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I, I, like for me, I already kind of opposed 10%. So maybe uh, I'm just uh, an old, an old wig, but I, I, for me, I'm not as super big on the forcing the deadline stuff for the reasons we already even talked about, just the idea that it, it can be a little bit difficult to get around. And I mean, if it's a one day thing, what if something comes up in your family and you can't, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where if it was like a week, I'd understand it, but one day makes it kind of difficult to put, I think, big implications on it
0: yeah fair enough i know um i used to do e- ehm leagues and stuff like that back 10 years ago and we used to do like a we called it the two-thirds rule and yeah you're allowed to retain two-thirds of the salary and archer deadlines were just crazy but yeah i know it's a different type of league and with with real people as players and not as many players and yeah i know it's it just it's not exciting at all Especially as a new person in the league, to see trade deadline come and not a single deal get made.
2: I think for some of us, we've come to almost just expect it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you're an old man like you and been in the league for uh, a century, as you said, I guess yeah, you're just <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Your, yeah, that's your fair. words not. Your words not mine. Yeah, own. that's
2: true. You know, that's a good point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I think the only other thing we had to talk about in the. Uh, Uh, for around the league is the HOF induction this year.
1: Yeah. Um, So that was uh, obviously Julius Freeman and Jet Jaguar. Um, I agree with both of them. I think they both were good players and deserved to make the haul. So, yeah, I don't really have any arguments. I'm assuming um, Advantage, you probably voted on them.
2: Yep. Yeah. Um Did No, you, you know what? They're they're both good members. Uh <laughs> there was there were other people like that I think were considered to a degree in uh like pat like for example, I mean Hunter Herb Helmsley was the big one that most people considered. Um but ultimately uh, there was just a slight for me it was just slightly better resumes for the other two. Um and so we went I think everyone kind of for the most part went that route I don't think anyone even voted for anyone else if I'm not mistaken and then like I usually will throw my boy Kellinger a vote if I feel like there's no reason not to but I wasn't sure with this one because there were three different members so I actually kept my votes fairly regular um and then we also had a builder inducted too
1: yeah so that was uh dollar on a dream mm-hmm. Which, um as an updater I deal with him all the time when I say that I don't know this be updated or not so i don't know seems like he always cares about the league and
2: i always forget he runs that now (laughs) i'm so used to him being like a gm and like a bog guy that i uh i always forget he does the update stuff now so weird every time i hear that i'm
1: like oh yeah i guess he has one so with (laughs) the voting for the hall of fame how does that work do you have I, i know they put up a list of names do you get two votes do you get as many votes as you want or so, the way it starts,
2: we have like a discussion on it. So, like, we'll some years are better than others. Um, but generally, we'll have you know a couple pages at least worth of discussion. Uh, I think it was not a year before, yeah, season 72, we had 121 posts in that thread. Um, season 73, we had 26. So, uh, one of the things that generally will determine the discussion is like how. How big of a year is it? Is it going to be hard for, like, I think season 72 was the year we had McWolf, Ironside, Davis. There's a lot of guys who, you know, had decent claims to potentially going in the Hoff. So it was a bit more of a, a tough year, while some years were like, it's obviously these two. Let's not even discuss it, because like season 73, it was Smitty and Ironside. Everyone else was an old, like completely old and had just been on the ballot for a while, so um but yeah we do that and then the actual vote comes out and it's a private vote where you get to vote one or two so you can do one or two which is why this year you saw one person get 10 out of 10 votes everyone get 9 out of 10 but no one else receives vote yeah and then there's usually a yes or no on the person that we induct as a builder um so we usually determine who we are putting up for builder uh in the discussion and once we've come to a consensus we put it to a yes or no yeah. and then this year the third one was which you be open to voting in Boobobby's builder if that choice was presented in the future season so <laughs> uh-huh. um hence why i was bringing that up earlier so it's uh it's a pretty streamlined process we've, we've talked about changing in the past but uh, it's a pretty streamlined process overall
0: uh, it sounds like it works out pretty good you don't need to change much
2: I don't think we've really ever had an issue with it. I know there was a big push to get it changed. And I don't
3: even really remember why.
2: But we never... Like, everyone's... Anyone that kind of opposed it was like, like, we could. But, like, why? Why would we change it? It works fine. Like, it's, we've never had a situation, I think, where um, where I can honestly say that... Well, I shouldn't say that. There have been people that have been put in the Hall of Fame before I was a BOG member. I was like, uh-huh. Why? That makes no sense. They're not even that good. Like they were good, but they weren't that good. And unfortunately, yeah, it's it's created some issues with like some of our current ballot. They probably shouldn't even be on there. But ultimately, I, I can easily argue one guy over like three or four different Hall of Famers because they shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. And that keeps them on the ballots.
1: Yeah, look, I was just really hoping what chance I have next season. Obviously I know it's zero. But I was hoping that there might be a small chance.
2: I mean, what's your what was your old player's name again?
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. I, I just to show your <laughs> <Kendrick> there. <laughs> I mean, I do that. I was just I had a mess with you. I mean, let me let me look at your career because I I can tell you right now with you, will even be on the ballot. Look, uh, no. Four four cups. You are definitely not going to be on the ballot.
0: Four cups though.
2: That's that's cute. So does like half that Seattle team. <laughs> Welcome know. to being on Seattle.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I nice. know. Honestly,
2: I think if you had, like, if you take away that Season 69 season and you actually had a, like a, a let's say, 60-point season, I actually think you would have had a chance to be on the ballot.
1: Yeah, it didn't help that but, I only played about 20 games that season.
2: Yep. I'm guessing you were buried behind, like,
1: all the depth. Yeah, I was literally on the bench playing, like, one minute a game, sometimes if I was lucky. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: Sounds like a Hall yeah. of Famer. Yeah, so, you know, I know I had no chance. Um, it's
2: tough as a defenseman too, man. I mean, I know for me, like, I've... Uh, it's really difficult, because what we look at usually, right, you're going to have your point totals obviously are important, but we look at hits and block shots, but when you're not playing much, you're not getting any of that, really. Like, at that season, you had 14 shot blocks. Yeah. Well, Were you a defenseman back then, though?
1: No, that season I changed. I was through.
2: okay. That well, that makes it a little bit better. You you actually did better as a defenseman offensively. That's
1: interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's why I changed. Before yeah, I mean, a, a that I don't want to say you have no anything.
2: chance of getting on the valve, but I, I doubt it. If I you had like a Labat trophy like, or something, that'd be that'd be a whole different story. We'd we'd probably be talking about how you you probably will make the valve.
1: I think I got a Bekkatov trophy one season, so... I'll
2: put it this way. I don't think Hogan's getting on, on, in the Hall of Fame,
1: so... No. I think and, but, like, Hogan's
2: strength got strength actually like, a decent resume, I would
1: say. Yeah. I think <laughs> fun no matter what he thinks. through. And
0: that's about it. I like this segment. Just rip Baraka apart. We'll make this actually, a weekly segment.
2: Hogan, Hogan might make the foul, <laughs> now that I look at his numbers. I forgot how good of an end of his career he yeah.
0: I think... But, Ray, Ray's funk is a is a first. Ballot ah,
2: Ray's yeah. funk. Ray's funk.
1: Uh, he's yeah, to, to interesting. More about his, his player and the, No, <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. But
2: um, yeah, Ray's and I have so for uh for our other um co-host here. Yeah, for Ray's, uh, you wouldn't know this. So a when he came in the league, he was easily the number one. Wow, this one easily, but he was the top guy in his draft class. And so I had made a point of like I had Melmo. We need a goalie. I was like, perfect. Like this is awesome. We're gonna have it. I was literally able to trade up to the top pick. And I had messaged him about four days prior, saying, like, "Hey, man, like if I can get you, how would you feel?" And he was like, "Oh, man, that'd be awesome. I'd love to be on Melmo." I'm like, "Perfect." And like I always make it a point, like, "Hey, like would it be cool for your career?" Like I always like to see, like, "Hey, if you are you looking to move free agency? Or are you looking?" He was like, no, like that sounds awesome. Like, it be, seems like a cool opportunity to be on a, a like a new team. I'm like, awesome. This is perfect. This is exactly what I want. I was able to trade up for first overall. I was like, this is perfect. I'm gonna take a Raise. And I messaged Raise, and he's like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna need like six million a year. And I'm like, you're you're kidding, right? And he's like, nope. I want the max every year because this is my one chance to make the Hall of Fame and go in on it. And I'm like okay, I can't do that. And he's like, well, then you shouldn't draft me. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, Banna, of course, hid me up all the time. Like, hey, man, like, you, you're not going to be able to pay Ray and all this stuff. And he's like, well, why don't you just give me back that pick? And I'm just like, oh, my God. So, I end, up, I end up working out a deal to get, like, an extra first round out of it, which sadly threw me out of the chance to get Baraka. But... um yeah, that that pissed me off, and then I found out later that it was a off to employee between the two of them. So that that wow. made me really happy, or at least that's that's what I was told by. I think it was Gus actually who told me that. But
0: didn't um, um, did you not have any picks in that draft thing? Because I know Brock got drafted like fucking way down at the bottom after inactives and everything.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple first, but he wasn't worthy of that. So <laughs> it just didn't bother. <laughs> I didn't even look his way at that point. Once I got rid of that second round pick, I was like, yeah. I was reaching there if I was going to go
1: for him. So. He, had a fourth, you know, he had a fourth round pick and thought it would fall that far.
2: Ray's one of the weird ones because Ray is actually such an unspectacular regular season goalie. Like, he'll get in. Don't get me wrong. Like He gets in on his playoffs alone. Uh, oh. He's actually such a bad regular season goalie to make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he might 100%. be the one of the worst in history.
1: That was honestly. like what we always said was regular season Ray's is just shit. You it's just put the mediocre. And then it's crazy. Once you get to playoffs, just ride him the whole way through. Uh, it doesn't yeah, except matter. Except for that's... season
2: seventy-two, eh? You know, one year he didn't, he didn't pull the He actually was pretty bad that playoff run. But yeah, he's one of the weird ones. He's like, if we ignored playoffs like we used to, yeah, believe it or not, uh, Bog before I was in it actually ignored a lot of playoffs, except for if you want like won a uh, playoff MVP. What? Um, which obviously, I mean, he won four of them, so he'd still get looks. But his regular season is bad enough. He probably, back in the day, would never have actually been considered in the Hall of Fame.
0: Oh, that's crazy. Playoffs are the most important part. Most yeah,
2: important. but you have to keep in mind, playoffs are the most important part, but they're also very small windows. Size. We're I talking guess. like 10, 11 games in some cases, especially back in the day.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. Um, I don't play all season to win a a regular season championship. It's all about winning. the Oh, game.
2: I agree. I agree. But but well, well, in theory, though, like if you had a seventy two game run where you were like a hundred points, and then you had ten playoff games where you had two points, or if you had it the other way around, what looks more impressive as a player reputation? Usually, it's the the hundred points in seventy two yeah. games. It's it's the bigger sample size. I don't um,
1: know. If you get 100 points in the playoffs, I think people will look at Okay, that listen. Well.
2: <laughs> I ain't talking that crazy a run. But, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, Funk's getting it. He's got, he's got four yeah. And I mean, my old goalie basically got in on two. So, he was slightly better in the regular season, but he wasn't much better either than Funk. So, yeah. um, Funk kind of just outdid what Brickwall did, the original Brickwall did. Um, so, I mean, he'll get in first ballot for sure. I just – it's amazing to me and remarkable how – kind of average his regular season were, honestly. Especially being behind such a good team. Like, I was always surprised he didn't actually... Did he ever even... No, he never letting goals against average. Which I 100% thought he would have, considering how good Seattle was. But then I always kind of remember Seattle. Yeah, like, Seattle was always one of those teams, though. Like, now that I think about it, like, Seattle was always, like, they're good. But then the playoffs, they just turn it up another notch. And I guess that's kind of a... He's kind of the main indicator of why.
1: Well, we never really went into a season where we won the Cup where people are like, oh, they're the favourites. I
2: think after you won a couple, people were kind of more on that. I think I never counted you guys out at that point. I was like, whatever, they'll they'll be there in the end.
1: When we won the first, people were saying we were too young at the beginning of the season. After we won the first, going to the second, people were saying, oh, it was just a fluke. Then we won again. And then the third one, people were like, oh, this team's actually good. We didn't win that season. The fourth season, they're like, oh, Seattle's having cup, cap problems now. We won. And then same thing again. Fifth season, they're like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. they might win. We didn't win. And then we came back again.
0: So, I thought I thought we were going to stop talking about Seattle now that you're on a different team. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I don't want to talk about your first cup one either. So,
1: <laughs> Well, talking about that leads us into our next topic. The two-minute quiz. I'm going to give you both a topic. You've got two minutes to research, then you got to close all your tabs, and I'm going to ask you five questions. The person who gets the most right will win the quiz.
0: Well, no, we're working together. It's not who gets the most right. Okay, okay, you can work yeah. together. Okay. So I, I just want to give a backstory. I, I, I
2: like competing. I'm cool with it.
0: No, no, settle down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to have
1: it. a competition or work together, whatever you, whatever you
0: want. <laughs> the, I just want to give a backstory on where this segment came from. Um, so there's two guys in Australia that are comedians, Hamish and Andy, and they've been on the radio for what 15 years, eh, Abraca. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, so one of the segments that they they do on their current, or they do on the radio show, and now they do it on the pod, on the podcast they do, is they claim that they were the best cram studiers when they were in university. And so just before an exam, and I'm, I'm sure we've all been there, you're just cramming to get as much information as you can before the exam happens and they said that they could do that they never studied at all and they would always do great on their exams because of the cram study so the segment they do on their show is someone calls in with a, a topic that they're an expert about and then they give them two minutes to study everything they can learn about that topic and then they ask questions and see if they can get them right and uh, I, I would say 75 percent of the time they they actually get most of the questions right
3: Okay, so after the introduction,
1: we're going to go in. Look, I picked this topic before knowing you're going to be on the podcast, so now I feel a bit bad about the topic, but it's going to be the Season 68 Cup Finals. (laughs) Like,
3: actually?
1: (laughs) Yep, 100%. So, you guys have two minutes. Okay, so just
0: tell us us when the timer starts. Yeah, you
1: guys can start looking now, but I'll give you a...
0: a Oh, no, no, wait. Thoughts. Before before we start looking, are we gonna we're gonna work together? Yeah, advantage.
1: Uh yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll be nice. All right, because I feel like that's you were you, in that you kind of weren't
1: around <laughs> for that. So, you know.
0: uh, anyways, okay. So yeah, okay. so just tell us when to start, Baraka, and we'll go.
1: So you got two minutes, starting now. So, while they are
0: researching. I'm- I feel like I'm gonna edit this out anyways. Just to, like do like a Jeopardy type thing while we're researching, sure. or, or if you want to talk during it, that's I'll fine. like the cricket sim. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's
1: fine. <laughs> um. Yeah. Come join the. How's that cricket sim? Uh, we have four current teams at the moment. They're run by some members of the VHL. We got CX Squared running the Melbourne Emus. We have Diamond Ace running the Gold Coast Sharks. We've got. Gustav running the Perth Challengers, and we've got Dr. Funk running the Alice Springs Rabbit. We're going through, we've just done the preseason. Most teams are getting pretty close to full, we might need to see an expansion in the first season. But come on, uh, make a player, join a team and learn as much as you can about cricket. No one knows anything really until they start watching and start learning, so it's the best place to learn. Um, yeah, we've got a bit of a community now to hit over 30 members, uh, the highest we've ever seen, and you people from all over different sim leagues, so if you want to meet new people, it's the place to be. So, just giving you all a warning, you've got uh, 30 seconds.
0: Only 30 seconds remain, Jack, that's a fucking quick two minutes.
1: Oh, I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sure, you don't want to compete here. I kind of <laughs> lived is, this. this. This is, is a really bad team. experience for me. It yeah, this is
0: your, This was your team. You're gonna know everything. This is why.
2: I, I mean, my team was the losing team in this battle.
0: Oh, so I know, you, Yeah, so it's even burned on your soul even more. All right, I think I. It is. I think I got this. So I'm gonna close all the tabs now. Yeah. All
3: right.
1: Okay. So first question is. Which two teams were in the final, and what was the game score? Like in okay. the game, uh, in like, like, like the that. last game? No, it's so like just the okay. number of games. Like who won?
0: Advantages, yeah. I will do it since since I wasn't in it and I actually only had two minutes to research. I'll I'll answer it, and if I don't know, I'll pass to you. I'll okay, but back.
2: if he's wrong, can I correct him? Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. okay. okay so, so it was I'll
0: Malmo and Seattle, and Seattle swept Malmo for nothing.
1: That's that is sure correct. Did. Yeah. So next question is, who scored the cup-winning goal? Mm, I know this one. one
0: Yeah, acid burn.
1: Fucking acid. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Ah. Third question: How many games went to
0: overtime? Um, I look at. Remember, they
1: were all
2: very close.
0: I believe it was just one game, and I think it was game two.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure you're right. I think it was game two. Yeah. I know only I know it was only one of them
1: for sure. Yep. Correct. Okay. Very good. Jeez. Oh, I'm on fire. Who got the most first stars in the se- in the series? No idea. That's... Um I'm I'm gonna
2: assume Acid because I'm pretty sure he had another big game in that series. I know he got first star for the last one.
1: Yep. Damn, I was hoping people would go raise punk <laughs> with that one. Okay. No, he got he got the he got playoff MVP on his previous series.
2: Yeah, I, I
0: wouldn't have said Funk because I know three of the game scores were 4-3, so if you're allowing three goals, you're not getting first
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. And how many players were owned by current VHL GMs? On both teams? On both teams. Ooh. Okay, okay. hold on. Maybe we can work this one out together. So Banna. Yeah.
0: Banna was on one, yeah, for sure.
2: Uh, Gus was. Are we including AGMs or just
0: special GMs? Just
1: current GMs.
2: Okay, so Gus. So that's two. Esso was on Seattle. So that's three. Uh, Sean's not a GM anymore.
0: Yeah, Frostbeard
2: was on Seattle. Oh I think. yeah.
0: Frostbeard was 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 he GM so at that? time? Oh, it wasn't Frostbeard. Well, he's GM he now though. No, it's just GM current now. GMs. So oh, current GMs. Oh, okay. who are GMs so that's for right four.
2: Bekatov's not a GM, so I think it's just four. I don't think so... there's a fifth one.
1: Just saying how many players were owned by current VHL and VHL Oh PMs. god,
2: so this... I'll write the two-player shit. With, uh...
0: Did Benna have two players?
2: Yeah, he did. He had Stark and Kovalchuk, I want to say. So that would be five, technically, I believe.
0: You want to lock in five, then?
2: I Yeah, I can't think of anyone else. I, know we, I don't think we have anyone. Um... Outside of Gus,
0: yeah, that I, I, I honestly I couldn't tell you the old player names back then. That we're,
2: we're talking just current GMs, right? Like, correct, like, yeah, in just GMs. current. I'm pretty sure it's five, yeah. it gotta be five. There's no way there's anyone more, anyone more than
0: that. Yeah, it's five.
1: You got it. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I, I tried to make the questions kind of easy, but I might have made them too easy. Wow, that last question
0: was hard. There's no way I would have never got that if it was just me. I
2: just remember both teams very well because. Most of Seattle was that 67 draft.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was that was fun. I uh I made it in in for you boot. Uh, so you did pretty well though.
0: Yeah, I I got the first three easy, and then the fourth one would have been a guess, and it probably would have been guessing acid, uh just because I seen his name on the score sheet a lot. But yeah, that fifth one I would have never got. I probably would have said. I probably would have said three. Just from, well, I believe mean, only said two. Just Banna and Frostbeard were the only names that I recognize that are GMs now. Nice. Poor Gus. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I don't know his last. What's his last player's name? Jerry Garcia. Ah, uh, yeah. He All was right.
2: Malmo. Well, he was actually Malmo's first actual draft pick in the So That that one I knew for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, righto. I only
1: saw Sean Gray on the team, and I, that's where the GM question came in. But I um, was going to do how many people were GMs, but I'm like, no, nah, that's too confusing. I that's mean, there's to.
2: a lot if we did that, because you got Devise is also on Malmo, I think, at that point, too. So, like, <laughs> we're talking at one point was a GM. There would
1: be, like, probably 10 or 12, I think. Yeah, it would have been too hard for me to calculate it. It's easy to yeah. just go current.
0: <laughs> that's a good question. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not smart enough to think of something like that. That's did you it. find...
1: The section at KV to do the study.
0: I just went to uh, 68 games on the forums, then I just opened every individual game and read as much as I could. Fair, that's
2: (laughs) good. Yeah. Yeah. I had a feeling the whole game winner one was going to be one of them, so I just I I had already known that one over the past because I was part of my jokes with Acid when I was trying to acquire him was that he couldn't do that to get to us again. So yeah, that great. one, I, most of that series is pretty logged in my brain.
0: So That was that was the first thing I looked at was the series winner because I knew that would be a question. And um, instead of the games going to overtime, I was going to ask what the
1: score differential was, but I think you guys would got that as well.
2: There were one in every game except for, I think, game three, which was two, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Or game two, yeah. maybe. No, it was game three, it was two. It was game two so yeah, it
1: was, yeah, game was, two went to overtime. It was a very was. close
2: series despite being a sweep. I remember that being one of the big things for me. I was like... We lost by one goal in three of the games and two goals in the other. Like it was a sweep, but it really wasn't.
1: Yeah, it wasn't very indicative. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as one sided as what it seems to be.
0: Were you riding the bench for that playoff win too, Baraka?
1: <laughs> no, I was oh, probably pretty much like <laughs> getting like third
0: line minutes. That'd be about You're it. Giving water to the team.
1: Yeah,
3: you had a pretty well, good rookie year, didn't you? it's
0: like yeah it wasn't too bad yeah all right well yeah that was that was good i like that um yeah let's get into the next segment
3: beard or no no beard beard. i
0: don't think i've told anyone i haven't told you brock about this one um i was maybe saving it for if i had to do a podcast with myself but yeah we'll do it i started doing research today and uh this segment's called beard or no beard so I've just been messaging lots of members on the league today and asking, <laughs> asking whether or not their player has a beard. What they oh, picture, or, oh, so yeah. the
1: player, not even the, the...
0: No, 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 no. Not, not the member, the, what, what they picture their player looking like. Okay, yep. So, yeah, so um, I'll, uh, I'll keep a tally for the two of yous to see who can get the, get the most. It's oh, ESO. so
1: this one has to be competitive. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Well, yep. or, or do you think you guys can agree on whether or not these are all
1: just going to be guesses anyway so yeah, oh, no, absolutely. I'm happy for it to be yeah. competitive 100%
0: yeah all right so uh yeah so I'll do like I'll do like 10 members and whether or not they have a beard and uh and then I even asked if, if they did have a beard I asked for a description of the beard to make the segment a mm. little more exciting
1: uh, so is that going to be like the tiebreaker
0: no 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 no. I, I don't want you to give a description I just, I'll just tell you what if it is a yes no, I mean what,
1: if, it, if it comes to the last question like leave oh, the last yeah. one and that'll be the tiebreaker yeah
0: if whoever gets the closest description. Okay, sounds good. So let's go uh, first member, Highlands. Uh, his player is Chris Highlands. Does Chris Highlands have a beard or no beard? Highlands. He seems like, a young, he seems like a young
1: one. Oh, really? Highlands to me sounds like lumberjacky. so I'm going to go yes. My thing is this. Highlands is like like young, I'm pretty
2: sure, and I'm pretty sure it's his actual name. So I'm going to say no, because I feel like he wouldn't actually have one.
0: And Baraka gets the point. He yeah. said uh, yes, he does have a beard. And he just he sent me a picture of Austin Matthews when he had a beard before he went to Mustangs. Oh god. Like a little scruffy type shit beard. Yeah. So, so Yeah, that god, sounds about right. he does have a beard. Oh, another thing I wanted to bring up just before we get too much into this is um what do you qualify as a beard? So not for, that for me, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but for for me, um, I feel like it has to be at a, at a pretty big length. Like, stubble or a five o'clock shadow is not a beard do you guys what you think
1: yeah no 100% it has to like
0: yeah you have to be able the, grab the hair yeah yep. and the and the second thing is like what about a do you consider a goatee a beard or does it have to go up to the cheeks like up to sideburns and stuff
1: i don't if mind a goatee being a yeah, beard. if it's manicured like you know someone's designed it into that that's a beard
0: so goatee is a beard yeah yeah, uh, yeah must, well. mustache not a beard correct yeah Beautiful. Okay. So next player is uh, Zetterberg. Uh, his player is Ray Shields. Does Ray Shields have a beard or no beard?
3: From his Zetterberg, always used the same image, but I
1: can't remember what. I yeah, can't. Don't go, don't,
0: go, don't go looking at Sigs either. No, no cheating. No, like no, that. I'm,
1: not, I'm not. I'm just like. <laughs> Because he was in Seattle and he had his own like channel where he posted all his sigs, and every time he did one of himself, I remember it was always the same person.: Yeah, but I can't remember who. I'm gonna go, no beard.
2: Uh, I was thinking the same, honestly. Um, yeah, I, I don't think he would have a beard.
0: Yeah, you're both correct, so no point. Um, he said that Ray Shields would have a little bit of stubble because he's too lazy to shave uh, too often. Uh, but then, when playoffs come around, you'd go full beard, which doesn't count obviously because every player goes full beard if they can. So yeah, no beard. Uh, next player, we got Renomitsu's player, Allo Deer. Beard or no beard? No, no beard. Yeah. This
2: man is Asian. He beard. He definitely not rocking a beard.
0: Isn't Allo Deer meant to be a female player as well? Absolutely, both correct. No beard. Oh, Aloe, gee, I didn't even know that. Aloe Deer is a girl. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean you can't rock a beard.
0: But that's what I true. said. That's like, what I'm not, uh, I'm not judging. Uh, okay, next player. I just we
1: like got. To see someone role play like a bearded lady, though. I think that's kind of cool.
0: Uh, yeah. uh, next player we got is Mexican Cow. Uh, his player is Jacob Tun. Beard or no beard?
1: He's got a beard. No, nah, no way, no beard,
0: no beard. Point goes to Advantage. Damn it, Jacob Tun. And you played with him for how long, there, Baraka? And you guys, you guys, you guys shared the bench together too, didn't you?
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. When funk was playing,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Mexican cow uh, describes his, Jordan uh, Jacob Tun's beard as thick and meaty, so take that as you will.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, so, so scores all tied up at one. We got uh, enigmatic's player next. Uh, player is Hiroshi Okada. Beard or no beard? No. No beard. Correct. Both both no beards, uh, clean shaven, and sometimes has a little bit of a stash. Uh, so next player, we got Devise. Yes, 100%. Marcus Nigren, yes. Yes, 100%. Nygren, yes for
3: yes. 100%. I'm going
1: to go yes as well. Yeah? Yeah.
0: It absolutely If you've seen
2: the man in real life, that that man has a big beard. He's old. Yeah. And <laughs> I know for a fact because Nigrin was meant to be a brother to my Nigrin, and the whole thing was he wanted to be like a Viking. So I was like, there's no way that man does not have a beard.
0: Yeah. They uh, he described it as a typical scruffy hockey beard. So mm. correct with the with the with the beard. So we'll move on to we're still tied at one, and we're getting only four more to go. So next we got uh, the member KC15. Uh, his player is Guy Lasser. Uh, beard or no beard? Beard.
3: I guess I say no beard.
0: And with that advantage, takes the league. No beard. He says he's got he's got no beard except in the playoffs. And he when he tries to grow, it looks like a scraggly, uh, mostly goatee travesty is, is what he described it as. <laughs> so yeah, advantage is up two to one. And uh, next up, we got Jubis with this player R.J. Jubis, beard or no beard? Beard.
3: Yeah, I think beard as well.
0: well Advantage is going to copy you from now on just to get the win. <laughs> I
2: could, but uh, I don't mind saying yeah. it first here. But I actually nah. think be wrong.
0: he does he does have a beard. Uh, so you're both right again. Jubis Jubis told me that he's had a beard in real life. He got real personal with me and said he's like a, he's had a beard in real life for the last five years and. He pictures uh, a Ryan O'Reilly type beard with uh, with RJ, and because he's been in the playoffs for the last five seasons, he just keeps it all year round. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so next player we got, let me say three more. Oh no, two more. Um, next player is Patrick Tallinder. Led the same username and player name, uh, beard or no beard.
3: No,
2: I'm gonna. No uh, I'm gonna say actually yes. Yeah. And
0: with that, it's tied up. Yes. Catch ah. tiller has no beard. He said he's uh, he's clear and soft as a baby. He couldn't even grow peach fuzz if he tried. So it all comes down to this. And uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, let me see if I can pick a good one here. So if, if you guys say the same thing, then we're going to have to see who can get the closest the description. Yeah. And okay. uh, so we'll go with... Uh, Oh my god, it's him is the player name. Or OMG, it's him. And the player is Cinnamon Block. Beer or no beard? I'm going to say beard. I
2: feel like it has to be beard because...
0: We wouldn't have a
1: tiebreaker well, if we said no beard. What description would it
3: be?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said beard as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, you're actually both wrong. <laughs> no beard. <laughs>
1: So okay, I'm gonna say scraggly. It's not like not enough to be a beard.
0: <laughs> no, 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 you guys didn't get it. It's, it's uh, yeah, we're gonna to have to go to another tiebreaker. Oh, um, so
1: you've got you got more. You don't just have. Oh yeah, no,
0: I got yeah, I got lots more. Yeah, I, I messaged like half the league today.
1: Oh, okay, so yeah,
0: yeah. just keep going. Uh, cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so um, I didn't know this, but uh, Cinnamon Block is a female player, so no beard. Oh, duh. really? <laughs>
3: Did not know
1: that. <laughs> yeah. I knew that actually. Now I can see the SIG.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, All right. So let's go. What do we got here? Uh, Let's go Gorlabs player. L. Beard or no beard? No beard. I think he rocks a
2: beard.
0: Yeah. And with that, you get the win. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's not much of a beard, it's a light goatee and also a unibrow. So there you go. Picture what that looks like. Fair. Yeah. There we go. Terrifying.
1: Latrell and Mitchell have a beard?
0: Uh, you're gonna have to wait till we do beard or no beard, beard next time.
2: <laughs> okay. You should have asked me and I would have uh, you should have made that the tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. There uh, so there we go. Learn, learning about the beards of the VHL. Maybe maybe an article will come after I've done all my research. Yeah, but I don't know if it's uh,
1: rate the best beards.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: one through a hundred.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: And you got to do like, does a it beard it make a player more successful?
0: That's it. Yeah, look into the advanced stats and stuff like that. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know if it's interesting content or not, but I thought it came to me in a dream, and I said, "Ah, oh, that might be decent." There we go.
2: Oh, fun. I mean, it was interesting from a perspective. Like, I had no fucking idea. So, um, it's 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 an interesting idea. Yeah, sure. I th- I'd be I cool think... to see more of it. Because, uh, I mean, for me, it's sad. I always just assume people with Asian names and who are women generally won't wear one. But that's how you can get caught. You know, I'm a little disappointed that none of the women that pulled in that particular quiz said that they wore a beard despite uh, having not, a female player,
0: I'm not going to say that none of the women have been pulled. We okay, might, sorry, not, just got into some it, of the
2: yeah. the ones that we heard. Yeah.
0: Saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I hoping didn't for know. a
2: little bit of a, a little bit of a curveball there.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I found out that there's players that are women in the league that I didn't even know were women. So, like, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the block, block. no that idea.
3: Is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's,
0: that's all I had for the podcast. That's all yeah. Baraka put on for the, the doc. So we're running around just over an hour and 20 minutes. Pretty good time.
1: Do you have anything else you want to say, Advantage, before we wrap it up? No.
2: Um, thanks for having me, obviously. Uh, watch out for your AGM spot there, uh, Baraka.
1: Yeah, actually, I had a question for oh. you. Uh, I just yeah. had one in the Discord, and you're in the VHL GM section. As an AGM, he sure am. Is is, that, is this a coup <laughs> like coming soon? Well, no. I was
2: I was AGM in Elmo, technically, and they just never took me out. Oh, um, okay. fun fact. I don't know if I want to give this away because I kind of enjoy being in it. I'm still in the strategy talk from Elmo. um, which is all where all the secret, all the secrets are kept. So, interesting. Uh, I'll probably get removed from that now.
3: Uh, <laughs> well,
0: not, not, you're not gonna worry. No one listens, and then no one listens this far for sure. No,
1: that's true. That's a good Frosty point. Usually listens though. Does he? Yeah, he oh. used to listen all the time because well, obviously just, he was just my boss. that out.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm still in the VHLL gm corner. I don't think they just care enough, honestly. I'm sure I'm not the only one in
3: there. That's yeah, I'm sure not it's actually one. Yeah, all three of us are in there. Who are you AGM for?
0: Warsaw. Huh,
3: I didn't even realize you're AGM there. There we go. He
0: Ooh. doesn't do anything. Nah. <clears throat> eh, do, no. I do more than you. That's true. It's really <laughs> not hard. Not hard, yeah.
2: You're number two to Damien. I don't know how I feel about that. I love Muff. Good old good old Muff. See, good I know guy. I know I know Damien from way back. Before he ever grew that beard out.
1: Yeah, question for you, boot um advantage said they did the live podcast when are you coming to brisbane to do a live podcast yet?
0: <laughs> yeah so i actually booked um my dates or i looked for what dates i'm going to book off i'm going to be flying into brisbane on april 20th so on and then i'll be i'll be leaving may 6th so i'll be about three weeks in the brisbane area and gold coast so yeah if you want to get together and do a live podcast we could we could look into something like that.
2: You're flying out on 420. Fuck
3: yeah. <laughs> I forget that's yeah. a thing. Cause yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's had to be, weird. weird. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we can definitely, uh, definitely discuss something. That'd yeah, we
2: it. did a, uh, not, not putting any pressure on you, we actually did a live musical performance too where we recorded our voices. We made up essentially a VHL song about our time in the league.
3: But we did it in six different genres. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. I don't know what that was. We lost, uh, uh, yeah, that's okay. Oh, okay. Uh, but we had six
2: different genres. And uh, we actually performed them and recorded them. So we played them live for everyone. And that was an interesting experience. But I literally went out and bought like $100 worth of, like, equipment to actually do that entire podcast
0: we haven't even done our podcast yet this guy's already one up on us baraka
2: oh, i'm sure he'll be fine we were very unprofessional
0: i i play guitar and baraka can do vocals so we'll.
2: oh when i none of us could actually do anything uh it i rapped and did country i believe as my two oh,
0: yeah. well Bar- baraka, i'm you... really, hap- really happy i can't
1: find that part <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go look for that now
0: yeah, I'm gonna write a song for you, Baraka, So I'll uh, I'll play guitar and you can sing along to it.
1: Okay, I can't I can't sing very well, but I'll give it a go. <laughs>
2: you will probably only find a cast at this point on YouTube because we did a few when we first started our YouTube channel. Um, before we transitioned into just gaming, and did like a couple like over a thousand videos for that. We first started with the actual uh, like standard. Pajab cast for that. So that'd be probably the only place you can actually find one at this
0: point. Yeah, I found seven on YouTube. Uh-huh. Did you guys, when you guys did a live podcast, did you guys do a video podcast too?
2: Yep. yeah. Uh, we we did it on I don't know what we did on, actually. I maybe Twitch, but can't actually remember.
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah, we we're gonna we're gonna rent the pub out and see how many australians we can get to come listen to us live so we can have yeah, a you live get live. boom yeah i get boom yeah we've been we've been trying to get boom on the podcast hopefully it lines up there in the next few weeks there's boom been discussions is a
2: treat to talk to i'll it that way yeah uh someone who spoke to boom every night for probably about two a year two or three years he's a fun person to talk. To.
3: maybe next week if we're lucky hmm that'd be good
0: that's i think that pretty much wraps it up
1: yeah uh thank you for joining us um yeah it's another
0: fun podcast um yeah thanks advantage it's good to have someone with all the experience in the league and definitely shed some light on all the history and stuff
2: yeah if you guys ever want to have me again by all means i uh do not mind
0: joining yeah well you're gonna have to start listening if you're gonna want to be on again (laughs)
2: yeah i'll probably have to start listening i suppose
0: yeah and um
1: congratulations boot
0: on getting hired as
1: vsn podcaster number three
0: yeah thank you i I haven't hasn't been posted yet so i don't know if i could even claim it or what but yeah just do it yeah that'll be good thanks everyone for listening and we'll catch you next week cheers